Welcome to Down with the Dig. I'm Shella. And I'm Matt. This is a podcast presented by the Ohio Laborers Union to keep you connected to your labor family. This is Down with the Dig. Welcome to Down with the Dig. You know, Shella, one of our most popular podcasts so far has been the one we did with April Ogden about women in the construction industry. Yeah, I saw that. There's a lot of people interested in that. And so we want to continue that trend and speak to more female leaders in the construction industry. So we're joined today by Bethany Billy, the Executive Director of Ohio Lesset, and also the Chief of Staff of the Labor Sister Council of Ohio. Hi, everybody. Hi, Beth. And she is my boss. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, Beth, I guess just tell us a little bit about yourself. I am originally from Cleveland. I came to Columbus for my job with the Ohio Laborers about 11 years ago. Um I was working at a construction company in Cleveland in 2008, and, uh, you know, that was when the Great Recession happened, Um, so I was in human resources at the time as an HR manager, and um, because of the recession happened, a lot of construction companies uh, ended up failing, and so I was laid off on actually election day of 2008. I will never forget that. (laughs) Um, So then for a while there, I did not have a job. Because no one had a job. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then um, I found out about the opening at the Ohio Laborers District Council. They were looking for an office manager. I came down and interviewed for that job. And 11 years later, I'm now the chief of staff of the district council. And about, I don't know, 18 months ago, I became the executive director of Ohio Lesset also. So got a lot of jobs with the Ohio Laborers. You have, and you've been around for a long time. I'm a proud member of Labor's Local 423 out of Columbus, Ohio. And um, yeah, that's my story. Well, what is Ohio Lesset? So Ohio Lesset stands for Laborers Employers Cooperation Education Trust. What we are is the labor management side of the Ohio laborers. So we work closely with our contractors and with our locals um, to sort of expand market share. We do industry promotion. Um, some of the tenants that we work on in Ohio Lesset uh, is important to us as work zone safety, contractor engagement. Uh, we do compliance, uh, which sort of helps our signatory contractors. Um, you know, it helps them out because they, I don't even want to say this. I, we always say it levels the playing field for them. What we do is we sort of go around and we monitor jobs to make sure non-union contractors aren't cheating, to make sure that there's no OSHA violations, um, that they're not you know, cheating on prevailing wage laws and things like that. Um, and then we'll file complaints and sort of like make sure you know, our contractors have the same opportunities that non-union contractors have. And what, what are some of the type of examples? Uh, I know you said that you make sure that uh, companies, non-union companies are paying prevailing wage and those types of things. And what are some of the things that you do? So uh, like I said before, we go and we actually monitor jobs. A lot of the time we will get leads from whether it's our business managers or we'll create leads ourselves. In addition to myself, we have five other employees at Lesset. We have you, Shella, our assistant executive director. We have Bryant Keith, our communications specialist. And then we have three uh, what we call Lesset Fair contracting reps. We have Teresa Moore, um, Carmen Henderson, and also Kevin Lewis. And so those PR reps will go out and they'll be the ones that monitor the jobs. They'll be the ones that'll get a lead from a business manager that says, hey, I think so-and-so contractor isn't you know, doing what they're supposed to be doing. So what our PR reps will go do is they'll pr- pull certified payrolls um, and they'll review the payrolls to make sure that the certifi- or that the contractor 
is actually paying the prevailing wage if it's a prevailing wage job. They'll also uh, monitor for OSHA violations, safety violations if someone not doing something right, if they're not wearing the proper PPE. Um, then, you know, generally that we lead we will give to uh, DROC, which is our organizing side of things um, in Lyuna. Uh, and then we'll file complaints with, uh, the, with uh, wage and hour. We'll let them know that we think this contractor's cheating. Um, and a lot of the times they are cheating and then they have to pay back wages to, um, you know, members or workers on those jobs since they were, you know, paying below the prevailing wage. I'm new to the fair contracting part of this and it's been very interesting and I've learned a lot. And, you know, it's crazy that the little things that some of those non-union companies will do to get by without the paying the prevailing wage and without classifying workers correctly. So, yeah, we just had an example um, in Columbus and local 423. Uh, there was a bridge that was being um, torn down and rebuilt and they were not um, classifying like cleaning up as, you know, part of our labor agreement. And that is specifically, you know, uh, scope of work that laborers do. So we went ahead and contacted the Columbus City Council and got the wheels in motion to get them to look into, uh, you know, whether this scope of work was being exempt uh, intentionally or accidentally. Uh, we got them to look into it and they contacted uh, the correct department that they needed to. And we did find out that they were exempting work that should have been included in the prevailing wage. So less it isn't unique to Ohio. How many Lesset affiliates are there around the nation? I would say there's roughly, give or take, about 20. Um, the thing is, we're all in different iterations. For example, you know, there's certain ones that are state-based, like Ohio is state-based, Hawaii is state-based, um, Delaware is state-based. But then you also have regional Lessets. We have the Ohio Valley Southern States regional Lesset. Then there's the New England regional Lesset. Um, so, you know, we and we all do different kind of things depending on what's going on in our state. Uh, Ohio has a really, really robust market share. What that means is we have a lot of signatory contractors. We are doing a lot of union work in the great state of Ohio. But if you go to some of the other states in um, our region, like Florida, they don't really have market share. We are trying to get in there. Um, so less it would do other stuff in Florida than what they do here in Ohio, where we have a really robust market mm -hmm. share and we can go out and you know do the compliance on the jobs because we do have the work. And I know we say this all the time, signatory contractors. Can you kind of explain what a signatory contractor is? So in the state of Ohio, we have a statewide heavy highway agreement. So we have contractors that sign themselves to that agreement, um, and they agree to pay certain wages. They agree to pay certain fringes. Uh, and, you know, throughout the agreement, there's all different kinds of things that they agree. Mm -hmm. So if you sign that agreement, you're a signatory contractor with the union. Okay. Um, and then also... Has the COVID pandemic affected how Lesset advocates for their members and their signatory contractors? Absolutely. Um, so one of our big tenants that we do at Ohio Lesset is work zone safety. And uh, through the last year, in 2019, we did a lot of in-person public education events where we would educate the public about the importance of moving over and slowing down in a work zone, you know, put down your cell phones, let's not do distracted driving. We did public events at a rest area in the Marietta area where we were able to get out and get press coverage and also interact with the public, letting them know, you know, there's work zones 
um, around here. Please slow down and move over. We were at some state fairs, you know, so we really got out and tried to get our message out to let them know, you know, the importance of distracted driving because it's so important. Like you and I want to get home at the end of the day. So do our members. You know, they want to get home to their uh, family and friends at the end of the day. So now that uh, the pandemic started, we had to make those events virtual. So we have held uh, virtual events live on Facebook. I hosted an event uh, that we partnered with. um, It happened to be the Marietta ODOT District 10 again. And we have one of our members was killed and his wife came on and she, you know, spoke about Steve Cook. His name is Steve Cook. And he was a member out of uh, Labor's Local 134 Newcomerstown. And he was working on the highway and a drunk driver drove through, you know, barrels. And there was a, you know, a state trooper car saying, you know, this is a work zone, plowed through, hit Steve and killed him instantly. So Linda comes out to a lot of our events to tell her story and the impact that distracted driving has on her. Uh, We also partner with ODOT and, as I mentioned, the Ohio State Troopers. So we had some people from both those uh, agencies that had close calls. We wanted to sort of, you know, let the public know this is what a close call feels like. And the state trooper was sitting in his car writing a ticket when a semi just plowed into his car. And we showed a picture of what his cruiser looked like after it was hit by um, the semi. And you're, it's shocking that he walked away from that. Um, so, you know, we did have that virtual event and about 3,000 people have watched our Facebook live feed. Um, that's one of the things that we did because of COVID. We also set up, um, with the help of a tri- our TriFunds coordinator, Carl Jefferson, um, a PPE webpage where our um, contractors can go if they needed to get PPE. Some vendors that had some discounts on PPE, whether it be masks or gloves, things like that. Um, it hasn't really impacted compliance that much. We're still monitoring jobs and things like that. Um, but one of the other ways that we were trying to get out to the public to sort of, you know, let them know about distracted driving and moving over, and we had partnered with both the uh, Cleveland Indians and with the Cincinnati Reds. So we were going to do um, some in-person events at their games, throw out the first pitch, hand out, you know, some swag to people at the actual ball games. Um, obviously, COVID hit and that, you know, got canceled. So we sort of pivoted and said, well, what can we do? Because, you know, at the time there was no sports. And so we were like, oh, they're probably people are going to be clamoring for sports. Mm -hmm. What can we do? They're obviously not going to be in person. So we renegotiated our contracts. And, you know, in both ballparks, we got uh, behind home plate signage just to sort of keep you know, the Ohio laborers on the brain for everybody. Um, And we got a pretty good response. We also did a lot, you know, people like to listen to baseball on the radio more so than watch it on TV. Mm -hmm. So we did quite a few. We did a heavy push um, on radio commercials to remind folks to slow down and move over um, during that. So that's sort of some of the ways that we had to pivot um, during, you know, the pandemic. We also do... I just keep talking and talking. Uh, We also do contractor engagement events because we want to engage our signatory contractors. We sort of see ourselves a little bit as like the customer service side of the laborers. If you have a problem, what can we do? Let's help you solve it. So we had done contractor engagement events in person. And, you know, like everything else these days, we've gone virtual and have done Mm -hmm. Zoom events. We've done four of those uh, contractor engagement events virtually. And I believe we're doing another one in December. So those have been uh, pretty good. Well, I know I tuned in to the virtual um, 
work zone safety event with District 10, and it was a great event. I, I thought it went real well, and it was very impactful, the pictures and the videos, and just to hear the highway patrolmen and the crew members that have had those close calls. I, it was a, a really great event. So, you know, Les is doing some really great things, and, and if you're out there and you see them advertise for these events, it's definitely tune in. And, and like the radio commercials, we've done some TV commercials and things, so you know, it's, it's all been great, and you're doing a great job at keeping that work zone safety and less it out there in the forefront, even during this time when we can't be together. Yeah, I really appreciate that because our team has really worked hard. Um, like I said, you know, there's about six of us total, and we really work hard as a team. And, you know, we do keep in mind that um, less it is funded by the members' money. So we are really working for our members, and we're very appreciative of that. So we really want to do everything that we can to be impactful to them, whether it is the compliance side of things that can make sure they do have a, a good paying job down the road, or it is, you know, through contractor engagement so we can sort of, you know, to make sure their contractors are taking care of our members properly, or it is through work zone safety that, you know, we're really trying to educate the public on watch out for our members. They're just trying to get home to their families at the end of the day. Right. And it was It was nice to see that organizations really adopted our message. We had the opportunity to interview Phil Castellini on this podcast, and he really is buying into the whole work zone safety message and getting that message out to Ohioans to keep our members safe in work zones. Yeah, uh, Phil and the Reds have been a really good asset um, that you know we've started working with this uh, past year, and we're going to continue our relationship and try to do those uh, in-person events in 2021. Fingers crossed, April's going to be here before we know it. <laughs> I know. Right. Spring training. <laughs> so since we're talking about construction season and next year, what other goals do you have for 2021? So for 2021, we wanted to do, you know, we really focused on work zone safety, compliance, and contractor engagement in, uh, since I started in 2019 and into 2020. So for 2021, we really wanted to focus on member engagement. Uh, a lot of the times our members are brought on by the contractor themselves as opposed to being signed up by locals. So we're not sure that the contractor actually gives them all the information like, Matt, you're the benefits administrator. They right. Do they get all that benefit information or are they just signed? They're like, here, sign up. Let's do this. And they don't realize that, you know, they have a great pension. They have great health insurance, that there's a training center that they could go get, you know, continuing education so they can, you know, move up the ladder. Um, We have an apprenticeship program. We have our LESIT program. You know, so we don't know that the contractor gives them this information. So what we're going to start doing is trying to onboard new members, uh, work with the locals and maybe do new member orientations similar to what we do with contractors, Um, explain to them, you know, who is the district council? What is your local? What are their working dues? Where does this money go to? So we wanted to do that. And we also wanted to do um, some more member outreach, literature wise, you know, emails and things like that, just to keep our members in the loop on what they're doing. One initiative that I'm really excited about, um, we have partnered with iHeartRadio and with Panera Bread, um, and we're doing a give them a break campaign. And what this is going to do is our, our members are going to be able to get a free cup of coffee as much as they want um, during the months of March to October if they go into Panera Bread and they can either present their uh, union card or they can sign up with their phone number and then walk in and just give their phone number and get a free cup of coffee um, because we're giving them a break. 
Um, so yeah, we partner with iHeartRadio. And the thing about that is, you know, when we were doing stuff with the Indians and uh, with the Reds, that's very regionally based. Now, iHeartRadio covers the whole state. And we're not just going to be uh, running you know, these give them a break spots. We're also running commercials about slowing down and moving over and paying attention and distracted driving. And, you know, we're focusing on, I think in Cincinnati alone, we're on eight radio stations. We're doing all, you know, country music, classic rock, urban radio stations, talk. So we're not, again, just getting our members with this message. We're getting the whole community. And it's really nice that this is going to be able to give us a little um, glimpse into what the return on investment will actually be. You know, because with the Indians and Reds, we don't really know, you know, how impactful that was. Right. Um, at least this will give a little bit something back to the member and also, you know, let the community know what we're doing and that we're out there. That's our hope. Well, it's good. This The the uh, member engagement, I think that's great because it it's, will let these members see what their union has to offer and to take more advantage of that also. And and hopefully get them to show up at union meetings and, and get more involved because that's what it takes is for everybody to get involved and then, you know, it helps helps the whole organization. Absolutely. And, you know, you want to hear the members' voice. We are working for these members and we want to make sure that they know we are working hard for you. Um, you know, we're not just out here, I don't know, biddle battling around. And we're excited from a fund office standpoint. One of the biggest challenges we have is getting the message out to members, being it, you know, a benefit change or how their benefits work. We, we struggle with how to get that message in the hands. We, we do, you know, website, we do social media, we do printed mail, but we don't know the most effective method to get that into the hands of our members and, and get them to absorb that information. So any kind of a member engagement effort that is undertaken certainly will help down the road with getting our message out to those people. So we appreciate the, uh, the, the efforts that are going to be made in that area. Yeah. And, you know, you really don't know if and how well anything is going to work unless you try it. Right. So a lot of people are like, oh, you try so many different things. And well, yeah, you have to try stuff to see what's going to stick. And, you know, we have found we're hoping that, you know, some of these initiatives are going to stick. I really think the contractor engagement has been really good. The fair, um, fair contracting has been really good with mm-hmm. compliance and, you know, the work zone safety uh, you know, we just had a really great meeting with the central office of ODOT uh, yesterday. It, did. It, did. it was a really good meeting, and we have some really exciting things happening with them. We hope um, to kick off National Work Zone Safety Awareness Week, April 26th to the 29th. And this will be a statewide statewide event. Correct, so. as opposed to just the little regional ones that mm-hmm. we do. So yeah. we're really excited. We got a lot of things going down the pike, and like I said, we're working hard. So, Beth, if we're out and about, where might we see Illicit Project? Sure. So um, in addition to the Indians and the Reds, we have a billboard campaign um, and the billboards coincide with our message of, you know, our loved ones work here. Slow down like your loved ones work here. And those are in Marietta, Cleveland and Mansfield. And that those are at the request of the business manager. So, you know, we're happy to get those billboard campaigns out. Um, Again, you'll also see some of our projects with the Reds and the Indians. Um, you're going to hear us on iHeartRadio next year, um, partnering with Panera Bread. Um, and, you know, all around, if there's projects, you know, we'll promote a project. That's another thing that we do for our business managers. You know, they had a really big project, um, the 83 uh, bypass mm-hmm. in the Portsmouth area. And, you know, we, um, less it really uh, put a spotlight on that program and did a media push on that. So, you know, we have 
media platforms that we try and put information out on, um, our Twitter and our Facebook and things like that. You'll also find our Down With The Dig podcast <laughs> that we are on today. That is one of uh, uh, the things that Lesset started in 2020. So, um, and I think we have almost over 4,000 downloads and what, That's 20 right. episodes? How exciting. It's, it's been, exciting. it's been a, such a, you know, really great adventure uh, to see you guys do this and to see you blossom from your first episode. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the first episode was a little questionable about how well this was going to do. <laughs> we'll figure it out eventually. Well, yeah. And, you know, you, it covers a range of topics, which is really great. You know, from, like you said, with April and women in the industry to the laborers care episode that you had to show, you know, how we're supporting, you know, those who... Um, were killed their families after they were killed working on the job. Or, you know, um, I believe Echo Skeletons was a one that you just had recently that was really interesting. And that's, you know, the opportunities that that could bring to this industry um, is incredible. So as if that didn't keep, keep you busy enough, we know you have another job. Talk a little bit about <laughs> your other responsibilities with the laborers. Yes, I am also um, the chief of staff at the district council. I don't know how to describe my role as chief of staff. Like I manage, I don't necessarily manage the other funds, but, you know, I assist the other funds in any projects that they work on. Um, I do all the district council bookkeeping. I, you know, help Ralph in all the initiatives that he comes up with in planning and in um, execution of his ideas that he has because he has always has an idea. I'll tell you what, <laughs> that's for and, sure. But they're always good ideas. I gotta say, and I know how he is. He probably drives you crazy because it's get it done. Oh, right yes. now, right now, yesterday. Can we have so, it done yesterday? And so I'm if like, you come up with an idea and he <laughs> hears about it, you better be ready to implement that thing. <laughs> yes, I will say. You know what? I will say my biggest part of my job as chief of staff is logistics. It is sort of figuring out how things are going to work. Uh, when they're going to work, what's the cost of things that are going to work, and how to get this project done to the best of the ability that's going to represent Ralph and the district council and Ohio laborers in a positive light. It is a lot of, you know, moving parts to do that job. And then, you know, I also have my Lesset gig. So I got a lot going You're on. Busy woman. Busy bee. That's why, you know, I never know where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> What is district council? Because some of our members or some of our listeners may not understand the difference between a local union and the district council and how all those uh, entities work together. Sure. So, you know, LIUNA, Labor's International Union of North America, is our international union that we all belong to and throughout North America, Canada and the United States. Uh, so then in Ohio, we have... 22 construction locals throughout the state, and we have one service local that deals mostly with manufacturing. So each of those are run by a business manager and sort of are their own entities. The district council oversees all of those 23 locals. So if our business managers are having problems that they you know, can't get past with a contractor and have a grievance, they'll shoot that up to the district council um, and we'll you know, troubleshoot for them. Um, so we just sort of oversee and manage the 23 locals under our umbrella. Also, the district council negotiates our statewide heavy highway agreement. We're also involved in negotiating national agreements, um, our pipeline agreements, national distribution and mainline agreements. Uh, we do grievances. Um, we actually have, you know, Randy McGuire as our marketing director, and he goes out and actually signs up these signatory contractors so we can maintain this robust market share that we have in the state of Ohio. Um we have Ray Hipsher, who is our pipeline specialist. He goes and does 
you know, make sure the jobs in the pipeline run smoothly and if people have questions about that. And then we have Yancey Shaw and Adrian Harrison, who are field reps, who handle the everyday questions that locals may have, whether it be about an agreement um, or, you know, about target funds that Yancey will give for certain jobs that will reimburse the contractor money for these funds that we have. With the pandemic and us going into 2021, a new year, what are your thoughts on how things are going to go? Well, hopefully the pandemic will be over soon. Although I will say that during the pandemic, our workers were considered essential. So we were out there doing, um, you know, our road work and our infrastructure work all throughout the state of Ohio. So our our hope is that 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 continues. There is always a need if you drive through Cleveland that there's a pothole that you'll run over. <laughs> so there is always a need uh, for construction laborers um, throughout the state, and we're really hopeful that you know we're doing a lot of things um, that hopefully. Uh, you had Vince Irvin on, who's the apprenticeship coordinator. He has a lot of great opportunities to get in some newer, younger members. Um, you know, as our membership gets ready to retire, we're always looking for ways to bring in new members and to energize them and educate them. So I really think, you know, uh, once the pandemic is over, we're going to keep working. We've, all, we've always been working. Um, laborers, you know, like I said, we're always out there making things better throughout the state of Ohio. We're, we're resilient. 100%. That's for sure. How about a website for Ohio Lusset? Does Do they have a website that, that members can check out? Yes, you can go to www.ohiolesset.com. That's L-E-C-E-T.com. And there you can find a lot of our promotional materials, whether it's our commercials, our PSAs, um, and you can like and share those. You can find the Down With The Dig podcast, a link to how you can download this podcast, and you can share that information um, via Twitter. We also have a Facebook page. You can always find Ohio Lesset on all your social media platforms. Bethany, we want to thank you for joining us today. You gave us a lot of great information about Lesset and the Ohio Labor's District Council. Well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you bringing me in here and letting me talk about Ohio Lesset and the ways that we're trying to promote work zone safety and member promotion. And I just really appreciate you bringing me on here to talk about that. Down with the Dig listeners, we wanted to let you know that we have an announcement. We are going to be adding another podcast to our family of offerings. That's right, Matt. And it will be Randy McGuire, our marketing director. And his podcast will be a little more about, you know, the things you like to do. Your hunting, your fishing, you know, all the fun stuff. So we'll stick to the things that happen on the job, like work zone safety and health and taking care of your mental health and and that kind of stuff. And we'll let Randy handle the fun stuff. Listeners, we want to hear from you. Drop us a line at talk at downwiththedig.com. Send us any questions, comments, or any show suggestions you may have. And remember to like us, share us, subscribe to us, and tell all your friends. Thanks for joining us today. Be safe out there. Well, now you're up to date. Views and comments expressed on this podcast may not be those of Ohio Labor's District Council or LIUNA. Thanks for listening, and let's be careful out there.